Yeah, I'm ready. Ready as I'll ever fucking be. Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I am Aiden. Making our way through uh through the good times and the bad. And when I say bad, I mean primetime games really suck. <laughs> well, I will say I don't even want to watch TV anymore. I'm gonna hate this version of me in like six months. I'll be like, you did, piece of shit. Did we think that the Jacksonville Jaguars Cincinnati Bengals game was gonna suck with Joe Burrow out? I would say arguably yes, but um, yes. one could argue that that was the most interesting primetime game of the season. Like when it gets down to it, it was one of the better ones at the end, and then you have the intrigue of the backup quarterback coming in for the Jaguars. So all I'm saying is. Bearing the lead, we have an upcoming Thursday night game that is looking to be the biggest primetime stinker of the season, but could it possibly be one of the better games of the year? Only time will tell. Holding that hope. I mean, the Patriots are very rarely associated with best football um, this season. So You're right, um, they're bad. Mac is back. Mac back under center after being benched. Are, they, are from, you serious? I'm pretty sure. Was that announced? I thought so. Because I saw on the promos they're still showing Bailey Zappi at quarterback, so look into that. Okay. Because I haven't heard Mac yet. Yeah, also, I heard some rumblings about um, Zach Wilson that we'll get to, but I'll go ahead and and cap us off and start us with the Cowboys beating the Seahawks (laughs) last Thursday in what turned out to be a very exciting game. This was a close one where Prescott has continued to look very good. Um him and CD Lamb just are linking up every game, and Cooks is starting to come on. Geno Smith had a good game in this one, mainly buoyed by DK Metcalf absolutely obliterating that Cowboys defense. In this game, they targeted, um, I want to say his name is Deron Bland, the cornerback who has like eight picks and a bunch of pick sixes this year. They were just going at him the whole first half and just carving him up. And then in the second half, he got a pick by jumping an out route. And I think that's what fans will likely remember because when a corner gets a pick, it's a good game, but he was getting carved up in the first half. Um, DK Metcalf way too big to be playing receiver. I don't get it. He's an anomaly, but the Cowboys do pull out the victory here. It was hard fought. They go up to nine and three on the season. Yeah. Cowboys are balling dude. Dak Prescott is rightfully in the MVP conversation this year. He should be Um, like, he he doesn't he all right so like multiple years in the past I see Dak and I'm always expecting this consistently based on wh- how people talk about him and how he's built up and he always was underwhelming to like this expectation I don't think and he was like, ever meant to be this that's what's so really? crazy I, no I don't think so I think well Dak neither was, do I but I think that people talk about him as if he's this I think when you have like a rookie of the year type season as a starting quarterback for like the most popular franchise in the NFL, you're going to get that. But as the a way he played, pick. yeah, the way he played though, aside from that, I always felt like Dak's ceiling uh, was lower than how he's playing right now. Uh, I always fought for him to get his money. Like you can go back in the show, I always fought for him to get his money. He's played great, but um, I never expected Dak to be. The, you're winning because of him, especially with this defense this year and the year before, and especially with like, you know, uh, you know, with losing Zeke and uh, having to kind of find some new mojo on the offense. I figured it would be 
very defensive minded this year, and it's not. Dak looks fantastic. He looks fantastic. Um, I mean, CD Lamb looks we don't really talk good about too. too CD Lamb looks amazing. He's also outperforming uh, expectations for me. Um, I got you. I, if you wear eighty eight, you have high expectations there. But I was kind of, I didn't know how I felt about him. Um, so, longtime listeners may recall that I actually had CD Lamb as the number one receiver in that class above Justin Jefferson and others. You know what I mean? So, I think maybe I've, I got, I think maybe I got underwhelmed with CD a little bit because of how, you know, how hard Jefferson went rookie year and and ugh. moving forward and stuff. Not that CD hasn't been amazing, but you know what I'm saying. Jefferson's so good. No, yeah, I get it. This Cowboys team is a legitimate threat in the NFC. They're playing really good football, and it's wild that Mike – well, speaking of Mike McCarthy, he had acute appendicitis, so hopefully good recoveries for him. That just um, happened, right? Yeah, it just happened. But there was a lot of talk about moving on from the offensive coordinator who goes on to the Chargers and some differences in philosophy on wanting to run or throw the ball, and I mean – it's hard not to side with McCarthy with how their offense is performing this year. Yeah, it's you know? firing. All right, let's go on to another team that's exceeding expectations based on an injury that they've overcome, and that's the Colts beating the Titans. Gardner Minshew continues to impress. Pittman had a good game. Um, this took, you know, a performance down to the wire against a divisional opponent. I've been very underwhelmed by the Titans. Um, in this game, I saw Will Levis like yelling at DeAndre Hopkins multiple times. They were off page. Um, Henry had an okay game for the most when part, but I believe yelling. he got well getting animated on the sideline. Well, he was yelling. No, he was yelling about routes or like I believe. Well, you don't know. You don't know. I, I believe it was know. a miscommunication about a route, but it seemed like. Will Levis was walking in front of D Hop and he kept like darting back to look at him and like being very expressive about stuff. So that could be taken two ways. That could be um, a bad just face value, or it could be you have a confident young rookie quarterback who feels that he's right and feels that he's confident enough to talk to a veteran who's performed like that. So I mean, Big it could be veteran. a positive, but it. I think it's likely a negative. I've never been a huge fan of Will Levis. He's been better this year than I thought he would have been. Um, I believe Derrick Henry got concussed in this one and came back. He took like a huge headshot, but he, he kept playing. So he's a badass. Um, let's talk about the worst game I've ever seen in my life in one that Brad was – or sorry, did you have anything to say about Colts, Titans? I went. No, I think my, my praise for Gardner Minshew last week continues into this week. Like I, Why wouldn't I it? think he's super dope, and I love seeing I love seeing him do this. I like I, I went and talked about backup quarterbacks. I feel like for a long time uh, last week, and I just think it's um, I maintain how beautiful that position is and how important it is. And uh, God love a Gardner Minshew, uh, and anybody else that can come in and and help teams continue to succeed. Um, Joe Flacco, God bless, God bless. you know, people like that. No, I'm just kidding. Dude, you were on the Flacco train. By the way, do you, do you think Gardner Minshew smells like Old Spice? Probably. I, th- I w- That's my guess. I just think so. Just the aesthetic. I think his story is so interesting, dude. I like, know. Like, I love it. Like Mike Leach. Uh, like Gardner, Gardner was going to like Bama or something to go be like, uh, like a, a student assistant or like a grad student assistant or something. And then Mike Leach called him up and was like, "Like, yo, you got some eligibility? Come, come, fuck with my air raid offense." 
And so Gardner did, and like every like the, the rest is fucking rock and roll history, dude. Like he was so dope in college. I remember like like even if you look at those numbers, uh, yeah. his Jacksonville numbers next to Lawrence's Jacksonville numbers this year aside, like I'll never forget his first game. He came in as a rookie, and there are quarterbacks that can make it in the league without elite arm talent based off of timing and touch and he had it and you could see it quickly that he can make plays happen I think like I I'm hopeful that Tyson Bajan can become one of those types of players he hasn't shown that yet but he's shown some like projections that he could potentially make do with that kind of like uh, passing capability where it's based it's on timing climb I think it's a harder climb than Minshew considering that like Bajan correct Bajan's like has like less college experience right? but another guy correct but another guy that reminds me of that type of QB is is Jake Browning for the for the Bengals and he had a great game good. a guy that has to make it off of gate like planning watching film because he cannot do those tight window throws those huge arm throws like you've got to do it based off timing and that's what Minshew has excelled at and he's got moxie and he's got confidence and he obviously has the backing of the team around him so that's why he succeeded everywhere he's gone yeah yeah all right, moving my on. My lighting the- is like you're like have warm, beautiful yellow lighting on your face, and my lighting is harsh, cold eyes sunken into the back of my head. You lighting. do look very Soviet, like, and like I don't Soviet know, era. I, it's because the sun isn't up over here yet. Like it's it's up, but it's not on my side of the apartment. Mm. So like it's very blue. I'm I'm gonna like turn. It's so wild because the vibes in here where I'm looking at are very warm. I've got a Yankee candle on. You yeah, need nice to get to coffee. the second half of that coffee, my friend, because there is the time difference. But while you do so, and while that lighting clears up for you, like there's some some Soviet architecture outside. Luke is uh, what's what's Soviet architecture called? Brutalist. You Brutalist tell me. Architecture? Col- you tell you tell me, college boy. I believe that's what it is. All right, moving on to a game that I said last week that the Chargers and Brad had to win. They just had to win this game, and they did, but just so barely. Chargers becoming the first team this year to win a game. This is not true because the Bears did it too. One of the only teams to win a game without scoring a touchdown. Uh, the Bears also won a game without scoring a touchdown. Uh, six to nothing. Six Chargers beating to nothing. The- Patriots one of the worst games I've ever watched um and that includes the Chargers it was just a really bad game Herbert didn't play you take it right like and I'm I I feel like if you're a Chargers fan you take that W but nobody else gives a shit like oh I might have been one of the only ones watching it yeah I mean I always have a vested interest now just because our dear friend Bradley um because we can either backhandedly congratulate him or roast him for losing so that's a good um, point less so that for me more so that i've been keenly watching all of the worst teams in the league to see if they'll sneak in a win like the cardinals did to kind of buffer and give the panthers a better shot at the number one pick for the bears mm. so i'm hoping the patriots win in the back of my head thwarting bradley mm. so that they go I- up to three wins because i'm a bastard I'll I'll ask a question and mean it now because I've never really entertained it, but I'm starting to. Bill's gone, right? It's not a question. Like actually, it's more of like a oh duh. Now. Like, Bill's gone. Yeah, 
Yeah, you can't keep him because this team has no direction. They were bad last year, and they have no direction going forward because there's very little perceivable talent on that roster, and they have a quarterback conundrum right now. Like, they're going to have to draft a QB. So, yeah, he's gone. Or trade. They could. They could trade for a QB. I would go if you're gonna be this bad and and be a top two pick. Most likely, you got to take Drake Drake May or Caleb Williams. In my opinion, I think Drake May would be a great pick for the Patriots. I think. I don't know. Damn, dude, it's so weird to think about a Patriots it's team not being bizarre. led by Belichick because That's he's been saying. their head like, coach the entire time I've watched the NFL. Starting to entertain it. That's what's so crazy, and it's like I never thought that was a possibility. Did Luke's crush of that AFC team multiple years ago spell their um, downfall? Maybe. I mean, I think it was respect of a, of the greatest franchise in modern sports. Um, aside from aside from the Bulls. Ugh, those Bulls. And the Bulls are not very good right now. And I don't even watch the NBA. They got stuff going on. From what I see, NBA is great. The NBA is great. Are the, the Cubs going to get Otani? Are- that's a, a, a rare baseball question from Aiden. If the Cubs get Otani, dude, uh, oh boy. Has he or has he not had two Tommy John surgeries? I don't know how many. I, I don't. I don't know how many. Um, I wouldn't worry about him, even if he's, even if he doesn't have to, even if he stops pitching so much, he's still like one of the best a hitters hitter. there is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, my only worry is when there are people that are an, uh, anomalous as athletes with their like power and velocity and you saw that with uh Tiger Woods and I'm jumping all the sports this morning. Yeah, we're playing baseball and then golf now. This is when fun. you when you see like a Tiger Woods whose back is absolutely fucked for his whole life because he generates so much power through it. That was anomalous mm-hmm. at the time. I don't know enough about baseball, but I would worry that he's like putting way too much stress on his elbow cuz he throws so well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the Can only... the body can the body like withstand it? The two I mean I feel like a lot of bodies can't withstand like the velocity the game's gotten to um, in baseball. This is fun, um, but I, I got think a lot of that, things uh, going on in this little head of mine. I it's fun. I saw Tani play in person a couple of years ago. Dodgers Angels. Um, what a what an amazing thing that would be for the city of Chicago. I have a feeling he'd be he's gonna be a Yankee or something. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I would take it. We like all sports in NFL Mayo. I'm going to a Blackhawks game in a couple weeks. Blackhawks. And you're going to an NFL game this week. I'm going to Vikes Raiders this weekend, bitch. That's my subject. (laughs) All right, let's get back to football. Um, There is a little bit of college stuff I'd like to talk about if we have time at the end. But basically, I... I've had a lot of thoughts on this like transfer portal thing. Being, it's it's crazy right now, and how much eligibility players have based on the COVID years. And you see like Bo Nix, who's like twenty five, twenty six. Like you get like eighth year seniors nowadays. College football is just not the same sport. Like it's difficult for me to look at it from those rose tinted glasses that I had in my youth. I used to always say college football was my preferred uh, medium of football to watch. Preferred over NFL and that is it's not pretty, the case anymore. It's very it was very distinct and very fandom driven and very um historical like it's bit, like it's so it's so much different the pageantry than the NFL. is no so much like that. regional like, uniqueness to college football yeah, that you don't I, I, see in the I'm NFL. A, I've always loved Notre Dame ever since I was a kid just from like all of the uh, pageantry is a good word the majesty like oh this 
150-year-old school that has been playing football since the 1800s, and we have all this tradition. That's beautiful. And, yeah, it's, like, that already in the modern era as a Notre Dame fan has, like, already been kind of, like, turned into fake. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is fake. Like, now, like, once we were off on our own and college football was already changing the way it was, I feel like in the early to mid-2000s, like, we've already kind of become, like, a little different at Notre Dame than college football. And so now it's sort of catching up where – it's all pretty fake. Um, I, don't I don't like know. it. It makes me sad. They need to just pay all of the players a base amount. They need to do a revenue share. I'm going to stand on that. You pay them. You just don't let it be so much disparity. And even between sports, like how can you have a quarterback at a school making millions of dollars and then athletes on the like women's fucking softball team that make no money at all? Like, how is that fair? That's a big question. Then it's not college sports. Like, you can have... you. All right, the whole reason they couldn't have money was so there would be parity and um, amateurism. You got rid of the amateurism, and then you got rid of the parity with it. So, like, bring parity back into it. You can't have it be professional. It's a professional league right now. Parity doesn't really go with capitalism. Well, parody doesn't go with college football anyway because you have, like, four good teams, but yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts on it. I was talking about parody of, like, I don't no, know. No, I just I'm mean just... that'd be nice that everybody get the same amount of money, but if, you, if, if, if you've if if you got the organ, if any of these colleges, the revenue is brought in by the star, right? The star should get that money, and the, the, the thought is that they're getting paid for decades that other people weren't, or the thought is that, get this money now because you could get hurt in a year and not go to the NFL. And so it's like, it's hard. It's like, I, you know, that's, that, that's hard. That's where it gets difficult and it becomes a microcosm of our I get it. Uh, economy. And that's when we get into adult conversations, which are really scary. Dude, I got, yeah. I got the Marxism meme popping up put again. Those, put those, take off the Marx classes, put on the rose tinted ones and let's the, enjoy some football talk. Back to it. The lions beat the saints. 33 to 28 in this game action just barely just barely it's not enough Derek Carr going out (laughs) this is highway robbery I put in Jamie's Winston not enough a gun why don't you use a gun no but for real uh Sam Laporta incredible the dude looks like he's 32 um again my coworker knows him uh from the same area and Derek Carr goes out with injury Jamie's comes in I'm out on Derek Carr. He gets paid way too much, and he sucks, and he's annoying. And the fans booed him. Uh, it's been a it's been a bad twist of fate for Derek Carr the last couple of years. Um, I think if Las Vegas organization didn't have the 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 weird turnover it's had, hindsight being what it is, God, it would have just been good for that dude's life if he could have just stuck around in Vegas. And I think he wanted to. Um, so going to New Orleans, I'm sure in the offseason it made sense. Maybe they were the highest bidder. Maybe Derek Carr felt like that was the offense he could best transition into. Um, oh, boy. I, oh, boy. This is I ugly. firmly Wait. think that the team would rather have Jamie's Winston as the starter. I firmly think that. And Jamie's has had his issues in college, but he's a very interesting and entertaining person and entertaining I mean, on the football field as well. Derek, he came, Derek Carr had the Vikings beat this year and Jameis blew it with an interception. Well, right. But I'm talking personalities. Okay. And I'm just saying, if you also talk about the fact that 
you know, Jamie's was having Olave popping off, and that's why they came back in this game because Jameis the Lions is no doubt talented. The Lions I'm, jumped up twenty-one to nothing in a hiccup, and then some. And I started to tune out on this one in the in the four quadrants of uh, YouTube's TV's NFL Red or NFL Sunday Ticket. But when I pop back time. over, all of a sudden the Saints are creeping back into this game. So that's all I'm saying. the The Lions they get a much needed win after almost dropping two in a row, but they did beat the Bears, but they had lost one. They needed this win. They still haven't looked great the last three weeks. All right, Falcons. What's up? I was going to reply, but then you kept going, and I was like, nice, he's cruising. I love it. All right, sorry about that. Can you feel me testing you? Yeah. Falcons beat the Jets 13 to 8. Uh another gross game. This one wasn't fun to watch and the Jets have fallen to 4 and 8. They have the same record as the Bears. They're in a rough patch and honestly, I want to talk about Rodgers and Wilson and Sala and all of that more than I even want to talk about this game if you're willing. Sala just hit the wall. He never had it all. <laughs> I don't know the words enough to keep going with it, but I have the tune in my head. Okay, good. Um, yeah, uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on, on Salah and the Jets quarterbacks. I have a few myself. Have you watched the sit-down 60-minute style interview where they tried to actually look like they were professional and that Pat McAfee was a real journalist where Pat interviewed Aaron in person? Not on video chat. Did you see it? I, um, I saw the, the pictures posted, and I have to be honest here. I have never seen any Pat McAfee segment that wasn't that's probably on, best that that wasn't on first take or on college football like game day. Um, that's probably I watch best. A show when first take gets done and then it goes from a normal volume that people listen to on TV to the dude yelling into his fucking microphone and I'm done with my coffee. I get really mad and I turn it off. Um, but I understand he's a fine dude and i understand that it's a very popular show and i know he got a fat bag from espn so i have all the respect but i i'm not like a, a i no. wouldn't say like a diehard good fan. point good point um i wouldn't say i'm a diehard fan either but i do keep track of it because someone has to on this podcast for uh, journalistic yeah. purposes you gotta be tapped in but i've Every time I watch him and Aaron Rodgers, I leave just even more frustrated. Um, so I watched it. It was like 12 minutes on a clip on YouTube that I watched. And they tried to make it look like a nice formal interview. This is all about the reports that Zach Wilson is hesitant to come back as a starter for this team. I don't know if that's been cleared up yet or if he said he wasn't willing, what those reports are. But essentially, the conversation was about that and stuff. And it really quickly went exactly the direction you would expect from Aaron Rodgers. It went into pseudo-intellectualism, right-wing talking points, and him being a victim and his team being a victim. Always the victim. He's always the victim. And essentially it went from like him not answering anything about Zach Wilson's points on this like topic to how dare these journalists. And then it went to like, Let's fucking um, threaten the witness, essentially, is where it went really quickly. He's like, and anyone who's leaking from that locker room, he's like, we got serious problems. 
Like that can't be happening. He's like, cause when I was in green Bay, like I'd pop into the rehab room and then I'd talk to like a group of three guys. As soon as I walk out, I'm seeing the tweets and we all knew who was doing it. And when we find out the person in like the locker room of the jets, that's not good for culture. This is like, Lord. he's like, these are words between homies or like some guys. You can't just be sharing that. And then very quickly, you can tell Pat gets something in his headset. Cause he's like, and we're, this is, this is just football, bro. Like, obviously, Zach Wilson's not going to die if there's a leak, bro. Like, there are real whistleblowers out there. And then Roger's like, of course, man. I'm all for whistleblowers. It's like, dude, it's so it's so bottom-of-the-barrel intellectualism. Like, they're just not smart people. Like, they, they, uh. they just say things without thinking them through. Then they contradict themselves. Then he starts talking. This is Aaron now. Starts talking about... As, as with all things, you got to follow the money, you know, like with Big Pharma. And then he's like going about that shit. And it's like, dude, how can people watch this? Like, what are we doing? Like, how did ESPN give Pat McAfee this bag? And like, he's it's always popular. the same shit. Popular. Everyone yeah. on game day says real quick. Everyone on game day says, oh, ESPN did so good. Look at how he's riling up that crowd. All Pat McAfee does is read what their fight song is before he goes to a new college and just screeches it as loud as he can like a frat boy. And then they repeat it to him. And everyone acts like that crowd work is building off what college game day has done for years. Like, And they act like he's this fucking savior. And it's just a bunch of drunk frat boys. Like, I get it. It's fun. But he's not bringing anything journalistically. Like, at all. He is a think, punter. Do you think it's possible that we're aging out of that vibe and that the maybe like, like in our thirties, like you know what I mean, like because obviously this was a, a a youth movement move by ESPN. Like obviously he's not I, young; I think, he's older than us. I also think no, but he but the kids. You're talking him. about and, optics. And, I get and it. And I also mean that like um, I'd say he also got a fat bag um, in the same way that um, and uh, I don't mean to knock him journalistically because he obviously is very successful and I would love to be successful in the world of entertainment. So I, again, all the respect professionally, but obviously seemingly obvious uh, is that he feels a little bit like Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett in a way that he just got a big job because they know Aaron Rodgers will be on ESPN. If Pat McAfee's on ESPN, like, you're not yeah, wrong. on like that. Rogers dude. Rogers <clears throat> was telling Schefter to lose his number like six months ago. Right. So, the fact that he's on the four-letter network right now, like, in person, like that's wild. He's talking to Stephen A. Smith. That's wild. Like, um, that wasn't happening. And that is clicks. I'm clicking. I would click. Uh, and I, I eat up Rogers half the time. I get very suckered. And then I hear weird stuff that makes me cringe personally. I, I'm, I, 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 I very much devolved into, like, childlike wonder where quarterbacks of a franchise were the coolest things in the world and i was and i was like a kid during hard knocks and like like a fucking kid in the 60s looking at roger staubach and i was like man rogers is so cool and they made him a hero and i I bought into it but i don't like this side of things and do you (laughs) i respect his opinion but disagree on a lot of it you see what i'm saying yeah we have we have changed our mindset as as we've got older and there is probably some of that at play i think part of it is we've gotten a lot smarter we become better consumers of media we become more um more well-read we are more 
knowledgeable about these kind of things. Like we know what people are talking about and what they mean. Like I have, I have, I have a point. Like you want to make a secondary uh, Jersey bet that could project potentially up to like 20 years in the future. This is mostly joking. Pat McAfee for president. No, I firmly believe that after Aaron Rodgers retires at some point in the near future, he will either run for office or become a political pundit. Whoa. 100% for the for the right. 100%. And as much as I try not to consume a bunch of political media, I do consume a lot. And I see the way he talks, and I see where it's angling. I get it. I, I, I know it. I know it's going to happen. Because he oh, wants man. the attention. He wants the marks. attention. And he's already putting the groundwork. Like, he might just be a talking head on Fox News or something, but it's going to happen. I'd do be willing to bet a jersey would... on that. You know what it'd be like for Vikings fans, the the country over, for the Packer for a Packers Super Bowl QB to be a, our president. <laughs> that would oh suck. my god, it'd be haunting. Oh it'd my suck. god! And then he gets there and he pardons Brett Favre. No, I'm just kidding. All um, right, I I looked into it. It looks like Zach Wilson's going to be starting this week. This there is a lot. I think that's what I confused with Mac. It's going to be Zach this week. Yeah, that's what I thought. There's going to be a lot going on with that and team. They- cut tim boyle they did yeah they released him how do you go to tim boyle who i don't know if you saw this had one of the worst stat lines as a college quarterback i've ever seen i don't even know how he made it into the league it felt Um, like a locker room i'm doing this for you guys please understand me robert sala the person is is gonna do something to try anything so how do you not go how do you not go get a matt ryan or something like how do you not go get anyone how do you go with tim boyle how do you not money right like they have to Dude, get money. Somebody would come in. Obviously, maybe not. I mean, yeah, but but they already I don't had know, Flacco and Jets. They didn't want to go backwards. I guess I, I have was no thinking. idea. No, they're just screwed. They know the season's screwed. This, they know it they is. do. They 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 hitched their ship to Rodgers in so many ways. And, and guess what? what? If and he it's stays not healthy working. for one more year, if he can stay healthy for one more season, they're going to the playoffs. I promise. Keep telling yourself that. Really. Okay, I, I, I mean, I'm saying if he can stay healthy, I'm terrified he'll get hurt again. But I'm saying if I, he can stay healthy, right? There are there are so many possibilities for every storyline, right? I took my side on it because I dislike Rodgers, and I was right, and I'm gonna keep writing that. You know what I mean? Write because it. I don't think it's working out, and I don't think it's gonna work out for the Jets. I'm to I'm, bring in a guy who literally can't coach a team to be your play caller, a wide receiver who's a healthy and active who's getting paid 10 million a year turn style offensive tackles, a 40 year old slot receiver and a guy who's fucking Achilles ruptured on the third play of the game. Like, and now you got to listen to this fucker talk for an entire season. And you got to listen to every fucking, uh, sporting outlet talk about him for an entire season. That's what you get. That's what you get. You made your bed. Now lie in it. I don't necessarily, and again, I don't necessarily mind Rogers' headlines that much. Like it's just, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm not. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm not as fiery about it this morning as I would be on a different morning. So I'll drink that coffee. I'm drinking it. I'm on the second cup. It's great. Okay, I like that. I will, and I don't want to like, and and you know, like I'm, I'm not. I don't want to knock their intellect. They may, very well. I consider you a very smart a- man, Aiden. But I don't know if they're smarter than me. They probably are. They could be. Like Who, these the guys. I don't know. No, uh, McAfee and Rogers. I wanted to say that because I'm like, I don't know. Like I don't want to like. 
I would argue I that Rodgers Rogers has a strong chance of being smarter than us. I'm not sure if Pat McAfee is. Um, but great businessmen, very charismatic, very talented athletes, successful the both of them. Dudes. Very successful, um, very well-loved. Like, there is many things to be said. Um, but right, we can keep cruising. I used to, and if you go back in the records, I used to praise Pat McAfee's show at the beginning you of this podcast. You did watch show. I never watched it. This was like it. You did three to it. four years ago at the beginning of this yeah. podcast. I was okay with him. I was like, cool. This guy is an everyman who Alternate gets a lot media. of inside access to, to players. And then he quickly devolved into just screeching. And it's all of his like fucking best friends that don't impart very much like half the time that are all brought along for the ride. And I'm like, cool. At first I was okay with it. Now it's annoying. Cardinals beat the Steelers 24 to 10. And this was one I was monitoring as the Cardinals going into this week had two wins. And I know it's frustrating, but this is what I got to do to stay invested in the league. Okay. The bears suck, but they might get that number one pick. So I have to stay very tuned in. Um, super exciting. And it's fun when it's not your number one pick. You know what I mean? When it's, I can root against another team. Wait, it's gotta be your bull. The Luke and Aiden bull. Do you remember that from uh, Tommy boy? It's like, I can get a good look at a team. If I put my head in a butcher's ass. Wait, yeah, he's fucking up the story. It's gotta Wait. be your bull. Yeah, no, I, okay. So in this one, Kenny Pickett goes out with injury. Sad to see. Um, Kyler Murray sneaks out a win. Uh, Connor back at running back for the Cardinals had a hundred yards, two touchdowns. Um, the Steelers are not playing great. They came off that great week where Matt Canada's ouster kind of led to a, a bunch of yards, but now they're going to be starting Trubisky. I wonder how that's going to play in. Now last year, Lovey Smith lucked us into getting the number one pick as the Houston Texans won that game. And then he subsequently was fired. Can Mitch Trubisky tank a game against the Patriots on Thursday night football this coming week. So the bears get a better shot at the number one pick. Mitch can tank all he wants, but TJ Watt will scoop and score. If he has you're right, to, you're right. Like, There's so, no way that Steelers defense yeah, is not going to yeah. wreck the Patriots. Oh Trust my me. God. We uh, both so, picked. Yeah. Burying that one. Man. We both picked Pittsburgh. Uh, okay. Do you have anything else to say about this Cardinal Steelers game? You're a Steelers no, fan. I do like the Steelers very much. Um, it sucks that Pickett went out, um, even though I don't, I haven't been impressed with them at all this season uh, at the QB position. It sucks that he's hurt. It's it's a bad time to be a starting quarterback in the league. Everybody knows it. My sister said it's it to me last It's a dangerous time. time. Like uh, it's it's everybody knows it. This is like a unprecedented year. Taylor's noticing it. Everybody's talking about if we're getting rid of turf, even though that's not, I don't know if that's the case for every quarterback's injury, but it's certainly a talking point for the league wide injuries. Um, we'll see. It's, it's fucking, they should be getting hazard pay this year, dude. So many quarterbacks yeah. going down. Yeah, Dol- they get Christmas bonuses, man. <laughs> Miami, Miami Dolphins put it to the commanders 45 to 15. And for a little bit there, I thought this was going to be another one of those like, uh, Denver Broncos type games where they score 70 points. I think they maybe could have. Um, Tyreek Hill ripped it down the field for a super long touchdown, and then he did a roller coaster celebration, which was so funny. Did you when see you it? Say Tyreek Hill ripped it down the field. Are you talking about Tua throwing just an amazing pass and him readjusting? I'm talking about the one where he caught it in stride and just ran for like 60 yards. 
Mm-hmm. Not no, the one where he readjusted. The bomb and, where by he the readjusted way, was crazy. People were saying that that was Tua's, a bad throw from Tua, and I heard Tyreek later say, no, I, I adjusted my route on the fly, and I ran the wrong route, and he caught it and threw it. He got it to me. He's like, I so saw that wasn't. I saw, yeah, I saw a clip of like Tyreek giving to a shit in the end zone after he caught it, and then they're watching the the tape uh, on the sideline, Tyreek and Tua, and it, like on like the iPad or the Surface Pro or whatever, and he's like, "My bad." Ty- like Tyreek's like, "I'm wrong. That was a great." <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, "That's my bad." No, dude, Tua's playing well. He's Tua's playing awesome. Well. And you're Tua's right. Awesome. It's it's. I do think the appropriate comparison of like what you have to do to to work out Bryce Young on the Panthers is the comparison with Tua. I think that's apt because Tua was written off at the beginning of his, of his career. He didn't have supporting cast and he didn't have a play caller who was tailoring an he offense. Had a shattered hip. He had a shat. He had a Tupperware hip. Uh, they were not catering the offense to his skill set, and now they've done so. You got to use that as a template. Um, Commander's not looking great. I think they move on from their head coach quite soon. I wonder if the enemy gets got a shot hot at water, it. Dude. What's up? So they don't even got hot water, do they? <laughs> I don't think like, so. Uh, Sam a, Howell like... doesn't even have hot water. Okay, because he's just I... getting bludgeoned every game. I feel very bad for him. He's still in the top three passing yards in the league, despite yeah. it all. Moving on. Should, yeah, I don't know, man. It's gross. It's a bad situation for that team. Um, I think that they, they've said that they think they have their franchise QB and Sam. I wouldn't be surprised if they're in a quarterback derby at the end. If they're in the top 10 picks, I can see them trading up. All right, Texans beat the Broncos. The continued ascension for a certain C.J. Stroud. God, is he looking good with that team. And Nico Collins had nine catches for 191 yards. That guy was literally a nobody until C.J. Stroud came in. That's how you know he's that good. And he's rightfully in the MVP conversation. I believe Tank Dell went out for season in this game. Snapped his leg. He's been a great weapon for uh, Stroud and the Texans this season. Ugh, I feel very bad. Do you know what C.J. stands for? No. Coleridge Bernard Stroud the fourth. That's the coolest name I've ever heard. If you would have told the casual fan that this guy, CJ Stroud was actually named Coleridge Bernard Stroud the fourth coming out of uh, college. I think he might've gone number one. Yeah. That's the coolest name I've ever heard. Yeah. He might've got a little bit more hype. I feel they should like. give him three columns on the back of his Jersey and let him put the mm, whole thing. I love it. <laughs> I feel very bad for Tank Dell. I hope he has a speedy and clean recovery. This is one of the worries that you have when you draft a guy with anomalously small size. You might take a hard hit. Like, people talked about it with Bryce. People talk about it with him. Um, I want to say Calvin Austin the year before. Tiny little wide receiver from Memphis. Um, When you've got a guy that's that tiny... Yes, they can avoid hits, and they can be quick and agile and fast and go around people, but sometimes when you go up for a pass, you can't protect yourself. A defender has a clean shot at you. Sometimes you'll be on the ground, and they can just take your leg out. It's very sad to see, but these are legitimate worries that people have on these types of prospects. But other than that, Tank Dell's been a revelation this year. He's been incredible. Texans rock. Like, for the first time... uh for the first time, I want to say in their history, aside from J.J. Watt era, they have like an identity, and it's like beautiful. How much of this do you think 
we can put we should put on the quarterback and how much do you think we should put on the head coach because i think a lot of it needs to go to the head coach um i don't think cj came in and designed the offense or anything no so yeah i think that they obviously have they must have a fantastic Their offensive staff yes to, to come in and nurture um a, a young qb off the bat i cannot give it more than 50 50 like I got gotcha. you, a, a rookie quarterback coming. I just in feel and not just winning, not just winning, but kicking ass, and for a team that has been bad, a team game winning drives almost every week too. Like he's a baller. It, it's very very difficult to do that, and I think he gets even more credit for me because of how distinctly dog shit the Panthers and Stroud have been. Not Stroud, the Panthers and Young. No, I got you. Um. I want to say their offensive coordinator's name is like Bobby Slowick or something. Yeah, it is Bobby Slowick. So something I learned about him, he actually used to work for PFF and he was an analytics guy. And then he got like brought into an NFL team as like an analyst at one point and and he worked his way up. So he's, he's an X's and O's like just genius guy. I think that's what's going on. And then I just want to say rookie head coach. Is it not? Yep. D'Amico Ryan's has the culture and that team humming and he's got, his young defenders playing good football. Will Anderson's playing good football. Like it's not, the offense can't be accredited to D'Amico Ryan's, but I think a lot of the way this team has handled um, crunch time drives and been resilient and won games has to be attributed a little bit more to D'Amico Ryan's than the public is doing. I feel like a lot of it's just going to CJ and I think CJ's outstanding. He has been great. I mean, it's been it's been amazing to watch. He's, um, I love getting like little crushes on these young quarterbacks. Two has been that for me for a few years, and I'm so happy to see him balling out. Stroud is getting right to the fucking the bread, and I love that. Um, you didn't even Lamar's know who he was when he was crush. at Ohio State. I not only that, but even in the draft, like conversation, even when like we were in the draft, and I and I watched them get drafted, I was like, Texans are having a great draft, and I get it, but. I don't know this dude. I didn't. I didn't like his confidence one bit. I was an idiot, I, and I've said that multiple times. I was We're like, "All idiots," I think. Cause well, yeah, I, for sure. I was like, well, uh, "I just didn't buy it." Because everybody says that shit. So I was just kind of over it. And uh, he, no, he's a baller. He's an absolute gamer. He's an absolute fucking cocksure son of a gun. He's and slinging it. His pocket presence is great. He's Houston awesome. is a good town for him. Houston's a great city, and that team is is like finally exciting and you know what's nuts is they had the browns first round pick and their first round pick the texans from the deshaun trade they at number two took cj stroud and then they traded with arizona if you recall traded back up to third to get will anderson there was a lot of shit talking at the time because they leaked after the draft some of those like uh, war room conversations, and it seemed like Austin for for the the Cardinals said, "Yeah, we'd need an extra first next year, though." And so they said, "Okay," and then they sent their own first round pick. So that was the Texans sending their first round pick in this year's draft, and mm. everyone was like, "Wait a minute!" They didn't say which pick, so they sent their pick instead of the Browns without even being asked for it. That's dumb. Cause they're obviously going to pick higher than the Browns next year. Cause they suck. So that mm-hmm. was a bad GM move. And it's like, no, the mm-hmm. Texans are picking much later than the Browns this year. So like mm-hmm. in retrospect, all of those arguments 
are null and void now. Like, they outperformed yeah. expectations. That was just a little inside great. scoop. All right. Panthers drop a game that they very well could have won to the Buccaneers. Buccaneers win 21-18. to 18. Important to note, Evans now topped, this is Mike Evans, wide receiver, topped 1,000 yards for his 10th straight year, which is just unprecedented i mean not really there's been a couple not others. unprecedented randy yeah. moss has done it 10 times yeah. um but the there's only a couple others more is jerry rice yeah it's incredible and he's done it very under the radar for most of his career if you don't count the sure. year he wins the super bowl and the two years with oh, tom brady absolutely it's like, sneaky because the buccaneers have been a carousel of quarterbacks it, and he uh, looks hurt every time he's on the field too yeah. like so it's like it's hard to notice like He's just really doesn't get the press that some of these other so receivers sick. get. He's one of those. He was was he? What year was he drafted? Texas A and M with yeah. with uh, Johnny Football. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Football was just hu- hucking it up to him. You can still play with Mike. He's huge. No, I think Mike Evans is on NCAA thirteen, not That's fourteen. Sick. Oh, okay. I don't have thirteen. If I'm not mistaken, I think that would make more sense if this is his tenth in a row. That's crazy, like man. That's very, right. very challenging. Panthers suck. Uh, they had a chance in this game, and they can't pull it out. Bryce Young rolls out right on a potential game-winning drive. He has a guy open. He starts finger-pointing to go upfield, waits too long, keeps drifting to the sideline, throws it up. It gets undercut by the safety, picked off for the loss. It's not just coaching. Bryce isn't playing well. The offensive line's not playing well. Um, Tabor... Former Bears special teams coordinators, the interim coach. I don't see him winning another game. They have another game against Tampa Bay later in the year at home. Maybe that's one. They almost won this one, but like, dude, this Panthers team is all out of whack. If you've read any of the reports, Diana Rossini said people inside the organization are text have have like messaged potential head coaching candidates about how how rough it's been this year and how dysfunctional the organization is. Like to the offensive coordinator for the Lions. Johnson, uh, who's a Carolina native and, and interviewed for that job last year. I heard people are read that people are like texting him and saying like, this place is fucked. Like you might not oh, want to come man. here. That's how bad it is, dude. Yeah. But you know what? I thought that about, I thought Arizona was in a fucked spot and look how decent this uh, first year head coach has been. Like he's been okay. Like I think uh, that that owner is probably not happy that they're sneaking wins. I think that owner wanted them to tank based on all the moves they made. Of, mm-hmm. like, getting rid of the vet- vested veteran QB, Colt Dobbs McCoy. Yeah. Getting Dobbs. Dobbs sneaks in a win. You give him a couple more weeks, then you get rid of Dobbs. Like, it's, I think, but Kyler is still talented. He's good enough to win some games. So, that's just how it is, especially against bad teams that lose their quarterback. Um, Panthers suck. I hope they get the number one pick. I'm going to root against them every week. Rams beat the Browns 36-19. to um, Puka Nakua, I think got hurt a little bit, but came back, still had a hundred yards, Stafford, three touchdowns, Kyron Williams continues to play well. Joe Flacco had a couple good plays, but then sucked. And you were very high on Flacco in this game. You thought he was going to get excited. the win. I know you're just, I'm just happy. excited to see an old timer in there. It's so fun. It's fun to see a little, like, there's not very many people left of like that our high school era. You know what I mean? Right. Our college era, the Vanguard uh, it's fun. Like, it's really exciting when you see him. Um, so I was pumped about it, but yeah, poor fella. 
Bad pick at the Sucks end, Sucks to be the Browns. Yeah, it'll happen. The 49ers and the Eagles. 49ers win 42-19. to This is the only game of the week that Luke and I split on. I understand why he picked the Eagles. Um, the reasons why I picked the 49ers showed up. Their best is mm-hmm. better than the best on other teams. It's true. And while I was watching Debo Samuel catch screen passes, break six tackles, and boost pack past all the defenders – in my head, it was all life would be a dream. Shaboom, be da da boom, be da da paradise from above. Um, I think it's life would be a dream. All right, hello, hello again. I don't know how people can, in their right mind, state that this fucking Brock Purdy is the MVP front runner. After watching him throw multiple screen short passes to a wide receiver who then takes the top off the defense for him. Um, I understand that he operated well within that pocket and didn't make mistakes, but like he's the sixth, seventh best player on that offense. And I don't even think that could be argued. Guess what? It crossed the economy. Helps everybody. (laughs) Hurts nobody. Eagles got hurt. They got beat up. I think Tyreek is probably the MVP, but That's it makes a me good like it, it makes me sit here and think, of like Steve Young in Montana had Rice, like you know what I mean, the same team, like and it, it, I'm sure they got an MVP or two, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not how saying dare that you Purdy compare Brock Montana Purdy to, yeah, how it's dare only you? because they're 49er quarterbacks with Hall of Famers that they're playing with. That's the only reason I'm making the comparison. How dare you? I don't know if Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl. How dare of? I? Like dare if Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl, he is he is in the same conversation. He's in the lore of I Joe guess. Montana and fucking Bryce uh, uh, Bryce Young, Steve Young. <laughs> I'm a hater, man. I think I'm a hater. Oh fuck Their that. left I'm tackle. A, I'm not. A, I'm a lover. I'm a lover left, in this league. Their left tackle is a better player. Both of their starting wide receivers are better players. Their tight ends a better player. Uh, their fullbacks a better player. That's five, and so he's six. I'll give him six. He's the sixth best player on that offense. Okay. Hello, hello again. Do you have anything else to say about this one, or you want to go to the Packers beating the Chiefs? No, it's like a playoff game. It's just really exciting when we get to feast on games like this in the middle of the year. Another thing I do want to highlight about it, actually, now that I remember, is this is now like a mini rivalry in the NFC. I associate the two of them. Like, you had all the beef in the drama from last year's playoff game where Brock Purdy gets hurt. And then you have all of the fucking 49ers going and running their mouths and saying, if if we had a QB, if Purdy didn't get hurt, we would have wrecked him. We would have won that game. And we talked crap about that. We were like, that's kind of weak sauce to do, but they channeled that energy and they beat him to shit in the regular season the next year. Mm-hmm. Let's see mm-hmm. if they can do it again in the playoffs. Cause there's a very strong chance that they will cross paths. Yeah. I mean, and guess what? I think maybe I would still pick the Eagles. Uh, I really, really believe in Jalen Hurts. Even uh, even after this loss, I think that... Uh, I don't know, man. There's something about those Eagles that just feel just as magic as the Niners in a different way. They have a very stacked roster, but they they look like they had no answers on defense for the 49ers. That, that was the, the problem. Part. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like, no answers. It was rough. Um, Kind of an unexpected outcome in the Sunday night football game, but honestly, if you've watched the NFL keenly the whole year, you might have been able to predict 
Chiefs drop one to the Packers. Packers win 27 to 19. Honestly, it's been an up and down ride for Jordan Love in this Packers offense. Some weeks people are comparing him to Aaron Rodgers. Some weeks people are laughing them out of town and saying how bad he is. I think Mm -hmm. when his protection is good, when his receivers are making plays for him and they're young, he looks okay to good. When his offensive line breaks down, he looks comically bad. Is what I've seen. I, this I don't year. know about okay to good. I thought he looked really fucking good, man. Like, and and he he's looked really fucking good multiple weeks this year. He's also looked really fucking bad. I, I've I think seen him look comically bad. I'm peaks and valleys. Like, I I think that he's been fucking kick ass, and then I think he's been terrible. And so, the, what the, about the, his performance in this game was exceptional? Um, he had one play I remember where he threw to Christian Watson, where he kind of like slouched down and sidearm pocketed up into the top where only Watson could catch it. To me, that's a great throw. Is that what you're saying? I just mean, and uh, I mean, no, I, I'm, it's not even a list of like distinct plays. It's just like the overall, the overall game. You're in charge of an entire team. You know what I'm saying? And to go into Arrowhead or no, this is a Lambo. It was in but Lambo. To have, but to have like the, the, the Chiefs come into your building on a year where you're not even the, the the second hottest team in your division as the Packers. You're third. Um, you've had an up and down year like we're talking about. And I'm like talking to you under my phone and not my mic. And then uh, to have Mahomes in the building, Kelsey in the building, Taylor Swift in the building. And for Love to, to, to ball out the way he did. I mean, he didn't turn the ball over as far as I know. Um I need to see a stat line because I just remember being like, yeah, wow. Yeah, three touchdowns, this is a... bud. Right. Like, and, and I honestly. No, no picks. Right. It's like, what more do you want? Three fucking touchdowns getting no. get your, get, when you're trying not to get your head ripped off by Chris Jones and shit. It's he like. He had a good game. I guess he had you a very have a good point. game. Maybe it is a little bit more peaks and valleys. Um, I'm not ready to crown the dude, but of course he had a good game in the team. I was ready well. to crown him week one. So what? I'm hoping he keeps this up. I don't know why. I hate the Packers. What are our thoughts on the Chiefs right now? Um, the Chiefs have uh, have the ability to beat the best teams on a on on their best day, um, but on their worst day, they're gonna lose to the Packers. <laughs> I got so you. I think I don't you even know think, I mean? honestly. I don't think that's you. their worst day. Like I think they've well, been playing and, pretty shitty football this year, and. and I think a lot of that. I think a lot of that is Matt Nagy. And my overall take is this team has quickly become an annoying team to watch on multiple levels. Like you built them up, you made it the fucking Taylor Swift show, Travis Kelsey show. Travis Kelsey's not catching passes because he's like limping, and he's old. Pat's limping at the time. I feel like Pat's limping and then doing his little fucking call to me sign after every fucking play. Every play, mm-hmm. just come on, give me the give me the new play. It's like Pat loves it when there's a flag. It it mm-hmm. the flag means that Pat's the best. Pat made a great play there, and he lets everyone know it every time there's a flag. And then anytime something goes wrong, it's give me the new fucking play. Give me the new play right now. Like I've had uh, enough of this. <laughs> and so when I'm watching the Chiefs, I'm annoyed by them. Quite frankly, okay. I think they're underwhelming. I think their defense started super duper strong at the beginning of the season, but then now they're like putting up 
allowing almost 30 points to the Packers. I think that the Chiefs offense is underwhelming as fuck, and Pat Mahomes is turning the ball over. And on top of that, you've got a lot of youth at the skill positions, and that's going to lead to some fluctuating in performances. So I, ah, man, like the Chiefs are one of my least favorite teams to watch this year, if I'm being honest. That's my take. I don't think they make it that far in the playoffs unless they get help. What do you mean by help? By the refs. Oh, um, no, man. I think that I think it's late in the year and they're banged up and they'll get the first round by and Andy Reid will come off a first round by and walk they got them four to the losses. AFC championship. They don't get a first round by. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, AFC standings. They have four losses. I don't think they're in. I think it's the Dolphins right now. Oh, shit. Oh, not the fucking. I would have sworn. Well, I guess I wouldn't have sworn, but. um... By conference. All right. So, AFC, there are two three-loss teams, the Miami Dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. And then there are two four-loss teams, Kansas City Chiefs and Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars probably going to drop one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a bunch of middling teams after that, like Pittsburgh somehow up there, Colts somehow up there. It's kind of crazy. Um, that is wild. Well, then, yeah, I, I just believe, like, to me, that I just honestly feel like they will play to the competition when it's time, when it matters the most. Like, I, I cannot, in good confidence, count out the Chiefs. Like, Pat Patrick Mahomes, we can talk about if if you think they're annoying or not, but, like, they're fantastic, and, and they have the ability to completely – change the game on a whim and i think they will in crunch time i I have a hard time believing that a late season loss to the packers spells doom for the kansas i'm not i'm not saying it spells doom i'm saying they've quickly become an annoying watch and it's mainly because of how fucking entitled they act for how middling their offense is they act like they're world beaters when they're out there like the 16th best offense in the league in my opinion yeah do you I know mean, you get what I'm saying? Like anytime I, I see a flag, I, they I act the like Vikings almost beat them. They act like they're like, heroes, and it's like, bro, for how much you've been bailed out by refs, you guys have not played well. Pat has thrown a lot of bad picks. They have dropped a lot of catchable balls. Like Matt Nagy's not a good play caller. They just don't look like the fucking world beaters that I've seen them the last couple years. But they're riding that confidence while not performing super great, in my opinion. And I think they've been spotted in multiple games. I'm intrigued to see what happens down the stretch. Uh, they're they're not they're not get, they're not leaving the playoffs without at least a win or two. It's just not happening. I'm I'm from around the way. I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> you ever heard that Denzel Washington no. quote? He said he goes that, he goes. You know I'm it. from around the way, so I'm leaving here with something. And then everyone <laughs>, laughs. All right, the Monday night football game: Bengals sneak a victory, 34 to 31 over the Jaguars. The most important thing in this game is that Trevor Lawrence got stepped on on a pass rush from Trey Hendrickson on uh, Walker Little on his left tackle. Walker Little goes out with a knee injury. I thought he got benched for it. Um, Trey that. Hendrickson got an earful. It's hard. It was hard to see at the time because the ankle bends back by getting stepped on, but then Lawrence gets bent back like fucking Gumby. And I've heard people say, like, this is the second year in a row where it looked like he could have had a catastrophic injury. He must just be super flexible, which is a great trait because he didn't suffer a catastrophic injury somehow, though his reaction would would maybe suggest that he did. And then, dude, he had to walk. He had to limp, like, fucking three miles out of the stadium. They didn't have a cart. 
Did you see him like so the big the, they were getting shit on as a as a poverty franchise because of like your franchise quarterback one of the NFL's franchise quarterbacks um, faces of the league uh, limping off and then not having a cart and having to limp all the way through the tunnel to the fucking locker room and shit. Um, Lawrence came out like yesterday and was like, no, I waved it off. I was like, they asked if I wanted it and I didn't want it because uh, I thought I could just tough it out. And then when I got to the tunnel, he's like, it was further than I thought. But they asked again, they asked again and I was like, no, because, you know, and I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. That's, that's the, the dumbest reason. thing I've ever heard. It's like, I'm like, OK, so if that's the reason and you're not just covering for the, the, the shitty organization then that's fucking stupid. Uh, like, that means that you don't know how to take care of yourself, in my opinion. In Harold and Kumar, when they leave their apartment and they look back and they go, no, we've gone too far. Gone too like, far. this it's is the, the opposite of that. Yeah, like, you like, made the bad decision and then that. you hit the tunnel and saw that it was another, like, 300 yards and you should have said, no, I've gone too far. I need the cart now. You should have crawled like Kirk Cousins into the ocean. Did you see that? Say that again. You see the video of Kirk Cousins crawling in from the sand into like the no the ocean. Yeah, is this real? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like a couple weeks ago. I think it's like a video. I... Of Kirk and he's like crawling into the waves, and then people are like, "You shouldn't do that with like with like your open like like wound or whatever the That's fuck." So funny, just get seawater like, in it with all the so fucking funny. life forms, dude. Dude, this, this is God's God made. It's God's water, dude. He's got bacteria dating back to the pre-Cambrian swimming through his I... veins right now. I'll I obviously say, know nothing about anything because I feel like salt water would cleanse you. So I obviously don't know shit. I'm coming back around to Kirk Cousins coming back to the Vikings next year, mainly because these are tough times for everyone. Stress is rampant, and I think you need a Kirk Cousins presence in your life. I think I you need that. that that salve, that balm to He's soothe good you. For me. He's yeah, good he's for good me. for you. You don't need the ups and downs of a young rookie quarterback. You need that balmy Kirk Cousins to just cool you and soothe you. We know that. Me and you know that. I think that Kevin O'Connell sees Matt LaFleur getting to mold a quarterback himself and will want to. Um, is, I think Kevin O'Connell is the Steelers head coach in our connected franchise, by the way. Is that when right? I, I think so because when I was whooping the Steelers before we played in the div, in the divisional, I like they did a pan to the sideline, and I'm like, that looks like K- KOC, but it was only I for some, a second. I saw somebody post Madden Mike McDaniel got no drip, and it's ah! like his baggy ass khakis and like <laughs> like he doesn't have his shit. nice Nikes. All right. Let's finish up this Monday Night Football recap. So it looks like just a high ankle sprain for Lawrence. He'll be out for a few weeks. Um, Another important note is Beathard was holding his left wrist like immediately in that game, and that's the backup QB. So I think he got a little injury too. Um, Jake Browning operated the offense quite well. Talk about Jake Browning. Like Talk about Jake Browning coming in and and snatching an overtime victory, taking over for the man. 100%. He gets the Bengals to 500 and keeps their hopes alive for competing for a wild card spot. He went out there. He operated well as a game manager. He distributed the ball well. Um, He looked sound. He didn't look in over his head. This is a guy who has thrown a lot of footballs. And when you're looking for backup types, he fits that mold that we discussed he's earlier. Th- he's in the thrown episode. a lot of footballs in college, he's in high really school. Funny. He was an elite 11 type. Well, no, like he was an elite no, 11 type out of high school. He played like four years at Washington and he was never, um, he never really showed me that he could be like an, a great talent in the NFL, but he looked like a guy that could operate an offense. I always thought his arm talent was very, very suspect. I thought he had a soft noodle arm, 
but you can noodle arm it to fucking um, Jamar Chase and T Higgins, and they'll make great plays for you if you do it on time. So a great game from him. And another cool thing I saw is when Trey Hendrickson sacked um, Lawrence and then he tried to help Lawrence up and then Lawrence went back to a knee and like chucked his helmet. Hendricks mm-hmm. immediately hit a knee and started praying. Some people thought mm-hmm. it was optically very funny, which I understand that, but it was like a good person move in my opinion. I think he there's, genuinely there's cared. always going to be that argument, um, uh, like at least in my own head. I cannot speak for anybody else, but there's always going to be, and this is coming from a dude who's like, you know, my dad was a deacon in the Catholic church. Like I grew up Catholic. I, I you know, I'm, I'm very cool with all that. But even that, even then it's like, are you, are you doing it because you can say a prayer in your head? Are you doing it to be showy? And, and, but then it's like, well, sure. A lot of people in religion are, you're meant to be showy. You're meant to evangelize. Like you're meant to, um, so you want people to see These that on good stage because you have that platform. So I'm, I always have this like tug of war in my head, but at the end of the day, you break it down to base sentiment. A dude hurt another dude, uh, and, and immediately said a prayer for him. I think that's nice. So when yeah. you, you know what I mean? I hear you. That's some good nuance to bring to the table, though, because you could have easily done it in your head. You're right. And I think the evangelism is one of my least favorite aspects of any religion is when you're trying to push it onto other people. It's That's marketing, just, right? It's a whole I, thing. That's what's hard about it. It's like, well, you need to market it. It's a whole thing. Um, um, I know. That was it, Luke. We are now on to this week's picks. I am up six picks. The, I, I'm in a position heading into week 14 that I don't think I've ever been in in the jersey bet. Um, Luke has won two years in a row, so I need to play this smart. I need to keep it on the straight and narrow. I've been really tossing and turning a couple of these picks in my head, but I'm ready to go if you're ready. You ready for these picks? Let's let's, let's fire them off. Luke and I have already picked for Thursday night. Uh, We preemptively did just in case we wouldn't get the episode out in time. Both of us picked Pittsburgh tomorrow night, mainly because this New England team is just fucking hogwash. Just hogwash. Yeah, they're really, really bad. I got nothing good to say about them right now. Starting the noon slate on Sunday, we have Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Tampa Bay underwhelmed me really bad against the Panthers last week. Um, Atlanta eked out a victory against the Jets. I'm going to take Atlanta at home. What are their records? Do you have them in front of you? Yeah. 5-7 and seven, Tampa Bay, 6-6 six and six Falcons. Divisional matchup. I'll take Atlanta. You know, this is probably smart, but I could see since the... Um, oh, me too. It's hard. But I keep picking Tampa Bay, and they keep fucking me up. They just kind of suck. They have a lot of good veteran players, and to know that if you beat the Falcons, you'll go up to 6-7, and seven and they'll drop to 6-7, and seven, and then you get a bit of a head-to-head. Um, mm-hmm. I could see that being a tough fog game. Uh, next, we have Detroit at Chicago. This is the one that I have tossed and turned in my head a lot because we beat them down three weeks ago. I dare at, you to pick them. At the Lions, we beat them down. And then they eked out the victory in the, the end. Then the next week, we won against the Vikings. And it was a very good defensive performance. Then it was. we get a bye week. Bears and Vikings both on a bye week last week. You get all the rest. The team is healthy right now. Justin should be fully back from that thumb injury. And our defense should be coasting off of their past performances and continuing that ascension. 
Another thing, I don't think that this Bears team should be scared at all going into this game at home because they already showed they could out-physical them once this season within the calendar month or within the last four weeks. So, Luke dared me. Guess what? Dare accepted. I've got the Bears at home, Luke. (laughs) Oh, boy. I have the Lions very confidently. Gotcha. That's okay. Um, but I like I like the assessment, and I and I have you know if you're up six picks, you can take a gamble on picking the Bears against the Lions. So I like it. Fuck you, Indianapolis at Cincinnati. I mean, dude, the Jags just lost as ten point uh, like favorites, right? So like, I, it doesn't mean the Bears can't win. Indianapolis at who? At Cincinnati. Gross. I have. Gardner, Minshew. I also do. I think they'll win this game. I think a little bit of that luster on Jake Browning might die off. Um, We've seen these people come. These people come in and ball out for a second. Like a lot of quarterbacks have come in and balled for a second and then got figured out. Yeah, well, they they start getting some tape on them and they can game plan. I get that. Um, Jacksonville at Cleveland. I'm gonna take. And this one was a tough one for me a little bit, but I want to keep in mind that not only is their starting quarterback hurt, but C.J. Beathard looked hurt too, their backup. Cleveland sucked last week, but I think that their defense might be the deciding factor. I'm going to take Cleveland. In my opinion, I think this is a smart one to pick Jacksonville, but I'm not going to try to sway you because their defense balled the fuck out. If you recall, Tyler Boyd tried to do a throwback pass and it got intercepted by the defensive end, Josh Allen, Jacksonville. So, like, this one was tough for me. They were playing good defense. I I circled Jacksonville uh, without even thinking about it, and I'm just going to keep it. That's fair. I don't like Cleveland. They, they kind of sucked last week. It's, that was a tough one for me, but I'm worried if both of the backup quarterbacks in Jacksonville are hurt. And they had less time to prepare for a backup, whereas Cleveland has been adjusting on the fly for a, like multiple weeks now. All year, all, all year, basically, yeah. Next, we have Carolina at New Orleans. I'm going to continue hoping that Carolina loses every week, and in that vein, I'm picking New Orleans, even though I think they kind of suck. I think it's going to be oh, Jamie's. really sucks. Um, but Carolina really sucks too. Uh, like really bad. They still only have one win, right? One in 10, I think. New Orleans for me as well, but I don't think I I could see one in 11. Actually, I could Uh, see Carolina winning that. Yeah. I don't say that. I don't want them to win. All right. Next we have Houston at the New York jets. Oh boy. Stroud boys. Actually, we probably shouldn't keep doing that. (laughs) It's very funny though. Stand back and stand by. I've got the Houston Strouds. I've got Houston. Next we have LA Rams at Baltimore. Who are they even playing? I don't even remember. I just circled Houston so fast. Houston at Jets. Thank you. Next we have LA Rams at Baltimore. Baltimore coming off a bye week. I also have Baltimore. Yes, they're, in my opinion a far better performing team than the chiefs this year. Yeah. But put them in the, put their playoffs against the chiefs playoffs and I'll take the chiefs every time. Right. Because the refs have historically bailed them out against AFC North Mm. teams specifically. (laughs) Like Mm. that's all I'm saying. Uh, Minnesota Mm. at Las Vegas, Luke. Luke Oh, I am there in attendance. I'm going to pick Minnesota for you, buddy. 
Thank you. Uh, I'm also picking Minnesota. We have elected, after evaluating our quarterback situation to the best of our ability, elected to continue starting Joshua Dobbs um, at quarterback this weekend. I'm very okay with that. I think uh, I'm 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 very into the past or not, and I think that um, it can be a very bad thing when the media gets wise and, and gives somebody all this clout off the bat because we need to win football games to go to the playoffs. We don't need people up our ass posting memes, right? Like, so it was fun, and I like when the Vikings are in the media, the rare bird that that is, but um, I need Josh. I, I want Joshua Dobbs, and I know he is, but I want him to be able to focus only on the game. I'm excited. Um, I'm worried. I'm very worried about the pass rush. I told my mom and sister to say their prayers that Max Crosby doesn't kill us, um, especially after the Bears pass rush uh, looked like the 85 Bears. Um, but I think we can get a victory. JJ might be back. I know he's back on the 53-man. Um, if you have JJ out there, it's going to make any quarterback look a lot better and be a lot more comfortable. I wanted to let you get your whole uh, evaluation of this game out before I say this joke in case we cut it. But every time I think about Josh Dobbs jumping from team to team, I think about that meme of the dude that says he goes into the library and keeps applying plaster to make his brain look bigger every time he keeps going in <laughs> after he reads the books. Like, uh, yeah, it's like just Josh Dobbs learns a new fucking offense and his playbook. head just keeps getting yeah. bigger. He's got a big brain, baby. Um, I love Dobbs, and I'm really excited to see what he can do in person. I'm going to show up bright and early. We're the 1 o'clock game in Vegas. I'm going to show up bright and early to the Modelo tailgate zone at like yeah, 9 a.m. Uh, and be ready to rock and roll. It's cold in Vegas this weekend. It doesn't crack 60. Ooh. I know, a right? A brisk so. Vegas. Dude, the first year I was there, it snowed a bunch, which is kind of Child. abnormal. Um you can see it on the mountains. It gets actually pretty. I'm so pretty, excited. Pretty. Man. I'm gonna hit the road tomorrow. I'm staying at my pal Marissa's house. Mm. Uh, she's out of town, but we got the whole crib. That's awesome. Good to have friends in low places. It really low is places. I mean, Las Vegas. High places. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> it's a nice place. Um, I'm excited. So, so cool. I'm very excited for you. Luke is a globe. I've trotter gone to a game every, every year. year of the podcast, aside from COVID year, and I've never gone. So we gotta Chargers, make Vikings. We gotta change that. We gotta go to a Vikings Bears game one of these days. I, if you if you'll come to Minnesota for it, we will. But I ain't going to Soldier Field. I'll fucking weather the storm. I'll fucking fly yeah. to Minnesota. We're much nicer fans than you are. Like, oh it'd be much yeah, better to be a Bears fan in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Yeah. What jersey would I wear? I would fucking get a Jared Allen jersey. Then they wouldn't hate me. Uh, that's that's classy. You actually would get a lot of respect for that. A hundred percent, I would do that. Yeah, um, mom would take you. Tell her. Tell her next year, Vikings Bears. Tell her, come to Christmas, you nut. No, you tell her. Come tell her yourself in person ask on your December mom 26th, if I can... 27th, or 28th. Ask your mom if I can come over and spend the night. All right. I literally you ask did her, she'll for, say no. for like 12 months, <laughs> nine months. <laughs> yeah, Come over. Show your face in my home. I will. I will go see your mama when I come up to Canton. I'm going to make it work. All right. All let's right. get back to the business at hand. Gosh. Seattle at San Francisco. I'm taking San Francisco in this one, even though Seattle's been a stingy team this year. Yeah, I'm. Uh, San Francisco's insane. Um, Seattle wearing the throwbacks last week gave me life. Ooh. God, they're With so With the green, awesome. right? With the green uh, accent. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's just beautiful. It's like, so the, good. The, the blue pops, man. Like, oh. Next we have. By the way, uh, they're doing color rush for the Thursday night game. I know Pittsburgh is at least. I saw that on oh, Twitter. Oh, exciting! This what are they wearing? All white. Uh, the black, black and yellow. Okay. Black cool. with yellow stripes, if I'm not mistaken. It's like the throwback. Yeah, not the one with the vertical stripes that looks ugly. That like uh. The yeah, big no, Ben war, the, the like no. the side stripes mm-hmm. and the, the Iowa ones. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah. All right, Buffalo at Kansas City. Luke, I may shock you here. I've got Buffalo coming off a of bye. Doesn't shock me. You've been shitting on Kansas City the entire game. Um, so no, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, Buffalo. Guess what? Buffalo should win. But um, this is a game I can afford to 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 split with you on because I believe either team could win. So I'm going to take Kansas City. Nice. So we have a couple we can actively root for. I'm trying to gain some back. I have three different than you. Next we have Denver at L.A. Chargers. I'm going to take Denver in this one. Sorry, Brad. Don't blame me one bit. Denver, dude, I mean, just the Chargers have I have have Denver sucked. as well. The Chargers are terrible. And this is one you could terrible. take a shot on, but it's hard to even be confident no. to take a shot on oh, the Chargers. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. Exactly. No, no, no. I believe in the Broncos way more than the Chargers down the street. Ugh. Brad was like, at least it's a win. I'm like, was it? Is it a win to beat the Patriots? No, I, w- I, told Taylor, I told Taylor that I would fuck with that win. If it was me, I'd be so excited. Nobody else would care. But if I I'm a fan of the team, oh, boy, I'm, as- I'm over the moon. As a Bears fan, starved of victories, take, I would have loved take it that too. That six to nothing victory, baby. That's some old school football, baby. <laughs> no, I'm just not sure if there are any rules. I just think that there might be no rules. I, what do you say? Like, I took the Wright brothers down, brother. I almost ripped the Wright yeah. brothers off the ceiling, brother. <laughs> Philadelphia at Dallas is the night game. Wow, what a treat. Oh, Holy crap. my God. Buffalo and Kansas City and Philadelphia at Dallas. That's what a, a nice great week. night game. What a nice week. Um, God, what a good Monday. Um, hmm, hum, hum, hum. Hum, hum, I have the Cowboys. I also have the Cowboys. I don't blame you. Um, I, I'm just basing it all off of last week and the Cowboys looked na 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 nah, yeah. and the Eagles looked like, hmm. I mean, they're at home. I think Dallas is a fair home field advantage. It's not one of the best, but it's an okay one. I think that they have momentum on their side. I think that they're humming. And I think that this Eagles team is kind of like limping a bit. It seems like. I really believe in the Eagles. I really, really do. And if this were the playoffs, I think I would pick the Eagles. Dude, we didn't even um, mention um, the 49ers player who got into an altercation with the Philadelphia head of security, the most Italian rotund man I've ever seen. And then he that was weird. bonked him on the nose, and then they both got ejected. Mm-hmm. I heard they apologized like via intermediaries or something. They like, then whatever. they I, then I sent that security good, guy to the airport to pick up Shaq Leonard after they signed him. Holy shit. Do you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, they must not care. Whatever. I mean, I don't think that guy should ever be that. I mean, I, I, I don't know who I side with. I'm not informed enough. That guy seemed like he was doing too much, in my opinion. The staffer, not Greenlaw. You're doing too much. Well, Greenlaw did uh, bonk him on the nose. He half, like, swiped. Did. It looked like half half a slap, mm. half a swipe. Almost, yes. almost a slap punch, but he only connected with the nose. Saw a lot of players 
come to his defense online being like nobody aside from a ref can touch you like back the fuck up that doesn't and mean you can hit them or you know what I mean? he put his fucking finger across no, his I face know. Come i know i said that three times like, but i'm saying I like know. if you're justificate because we've seen people get shoved and stuff last year that's all i'm saying um i see it's a, i see it's complicated i don't know where i stand so. luke are you aware that there's a double header on monday night football and by double header i i mean they advertise it as that but it's actually two games at the same time oh that sucks what's the other game it's tennessee at miami and green bay at oh, that, new york jets uh, okay okay so, so two shitty okay, games so one of them's good one of them's okay because you get to watch the dolphins and one of them's um, got a green bay in it so all right, so same again. All right, first we have Tennessee at Miami. I'm taking Miami. Yeah, me as well. And then next we have Green Bay at the New York Giants. Sorry, Tommy DeVito, I'm taking Green Bay. Oh, man, the Giants suck. Um, I think they're coming yep. off a bye and they're at home. I have Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's no home field advantage at MetLife Stadium. <laughs> um, you might just lose your Achilles. Yeah, I mean, get real. Another guy, um, uh, Miami Dolphins uh, defensive end, Jalen Phillips, popped his Achilles. Another sad one last uh, week. Just a rash of injuries, dude. This is a bad year, man. It's just a bad – it's, it's a really bad year. And if this doesn't convince them to just fucking invest in turf, I don't know what will. Or not turf, invest wish, in real grass. Sorry. In lieu of turf. I, wish, I mean, it's just uh, – I would uh, – We I have the technology. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, it, it, you want to know why? Because the technology grows naturally from the earth. <laughs> called, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, it's good. pretty that was, easy. That was a good one. Yeah, it came built in. He has like, yeah, we got the, the – we started playing a game everywhere. on the built-in field. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, we have one. I played on fucking rock-hard dirt in high school, and it was still better than turf. <laughs> I tore my ankle in a pothole and apparently yelled fire. It was bad for my shins, I'll tell you that. Oh, dude, but we always had shin splints out there. Every year I had shin splints. We played the fucking Dust Bowl for practice every day. Legitimately. God, we had to, we, my, my, my cat, or my, my, my shins still hurt to this day. We, I have, like, I'm sorry. fucking sensitive-ass shins. We had to flip our, our table wearing bowls upside down after practice so the dust didn't get in it. <laughs> that's fucking funny getting through the the, cr- the cracks and crevices of our wooden fucking cottage remember house to, remember we read that book about the dust like that was it was a it was a fictional novel set in the dust bowl we read it uh, in middle school and like that mom like was like lighting a kerosene lamp or stove and like fucking burned herself alive or something like and I, it's like so I, I think about that way more than i should and I'll, I cannot think about the Dust Bowl without thinking about that fictional mom really? lighting herself on fire with kerosene. No, not at all. It's never left my brain. One of the most uh, indelible memories in my brain is from world history when we were watching like um, um, it was like Aborigines or something that were like nude and dancing. And I was like, oh, I don't want to see this. So I like kind of looked around the room to look away from all the like male appendage. And the girl right next to me's eyes rolled back into her head and she had a fucking seizure. And I had to catch (gasps) it. I had to catch her. Holy shit. And then I ran to him to tell him. And then I ran to the office in a fucking in a fur lined um, Hollister jacket. And I remember sweating. Oh, man. Yeah, she very, saw. Dude, she saw. Heroic. She saw that fucking anthropological doc in all of its glory, yeah. and she just. Yeah, dude. The lights uh, went off. That's fucking crazy. I don't even remember that story. You I weren't there. You were not no. in that class. 
I remember there was a girl that had a seizure in like eighth grade. Uh, in Mrs. And, like, Fresh. Remember, yeah, in uh, Mrs. Yeah, Fresh. and our buddy was like, my buddy, our buddy was like, oh, and like ran to, like to like the <laughs> office. Yeah, <laughs> we were in there together. I remember yeah. one of the girls had experience with it and helped while our teacher just stood That's there crazy. shocked. Remember? Yeah. Our teacher had no, no I wasn't in there. clue. Oh, I wasn't in there. I she was, hated like, next you. Door. Yeah, that's why I was not going to say people's names. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut this then. Just cut it. That's all right. Who did you pick, Green Bay or the Giants? Green Bay, are you crazy? Are you crazy? I'm not allowed to say right. a fucking person's name. Oh, I never know. Um, We're going, listen up. I am going to be in Las Vegas for a football weekend, Thursday game aside. I am going to place some safe bets. Like uh, what? I am going to... Uh, I don't know. I was fantastic. <laughs> I'm probably going to lose a bunch of money. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going to bet. I feel like you can bet right there in the stadium at Allegiant on your phone or in the booth there. So I'll definitely be doing some like weird Vikings parlays because why not? But I'll send you. I'll do... send you the lock of the century, just so you know. I'll yeah, send, you send me a nice. Send me a mortal lock. I think I might do try a couple like three team parlays or something because like, I've been. I, I'm okay with picks and bursts. So. Uh, it's finally a season where I think I could make some money for, and that's what they hope. They, they hope a sucker like me thinks they can make some money this weekend. But, uh, let me tell you, me and T betting on baseball in the, over the summer, mother of God, it was terrible. Like Bad? We were just terrible. We, we didn't hit okay. anything. We hit betting nothing. on betting on so, football is really hard with how they structure just, the spreads with like half that's points. A good point. It's yeah. they're really good at it. It'll be like a two and a half point spread. And then it'll be like a fucking field goal or, or something could have got I was it. Gonna, I almost put a bet on Mahomes for MVP. I'm glad I didn't over mm. the summer. I almost did. I don't think he's going to be MVP. So Should have put a bet on Brock Purdy for MVP. Uh, I'm pretty sure Purdy was on. The, like There was like, I almost did Kirk Cousins. I would have. Because <laughs> like, the money would have been insane. My like, dumbass would have bet on Justin Fields because I was firmly projecting that he'd have a very good year this saying, year. Off-season clouds are not the time to bet no. unless you're taking a gamble on somebody. Like, that can really do it. Well, Luke is in the betting capital of the world. I couldn't be happier for you and the fam. With family, boozing. It's Great stadium. Pretty close to you. Not terrible. Um, toured the stadium. It's beautiful. Over the summer, me and T toured it. So did you ever go to, to Wii? For real. Did you ever go to Wii Play Games, or did you not get the time when you were I in Vegas? No, I mean, I when you went uh, the other time. like No. Didn't yeah, you didn't go. go? Yeah. No, I haven't been in years. Oh, I love Wii Play Games. But I'll have more time now, because, like... With T in Vegas, there's no like, hey, do you want to fuck off and check out the video game store? There's we're smoking cigs and gambling, um, and so which is very fun, equally fun. But um, dude, Luke, going I feel with- like with my mom and sister <gasps> and wife in town, it might be more like a, a more logical time for me. To, like, does anyone want to go to the video game store? Yeah, Luke, Luke with just he's stuck in Folsom prison and I mean, time yeah, it's keeps like- dragging on. No, I'm just kidding. Not I'm a, kidding. It, it's a it's not a prison, but it is very much like a tornado. We're a real whirlwind together. I so. get that. I get that. Let's get out of here. Let's watch another week of football. We are down to the wire. Four weeks left. It kind of sucks to say college football's I'm done. Vibes, dude. Uh, I'm not even gonna fucking talk. Another day, we'll talk about college football. I'm bringing the vibes to Vegas. Skull Vikings. I'm hoping we out purple the silver and black there. I feel like our fans travel well. I feel like that fan base is not like it was in Oakland. Um, I feel like uh, it's become a destination spot for uh, opposing teams to vacation on. Uh, yeah, that's what, 100%. that's what I'm banking on. It's so a I'm destination. A lot of fucking purple. 
I'm really excited. See, Midwestern sports teams travel so well because they have nothing else to live for except their team in the winter. Sure. Sure. Yes. All right. Me as well. For Me NFL well. Mayo, I've been Aiden. I've been Luke. Bye. I will come back with a cool review of Vegas. Nice. Bye. Bye. <laughs>